Blog Talk Radio. As a non-commercial radio station, Ken's FM survives in large part by the generosity of listeners like you, who value public radio and have become a member. Your donation continues to allow us to support local artists and musicians and play the music you want to hear, not what advertisers think we should play. It enables us to broadcast feature story news so you can hear the news, not opinions. Public Radio doesn't have an agenda. We're not in the business of pushing our point of view. Our mission is simple. Reflect your interests, not the interests of some corporation. If you believe that having an independent, non-commercial, public radio station in your community is a good idea, become a member now. Find out how by visiting our website at www.kensfm.com. And remember, independence has a cost. And it's as little as $10 a month. Hello? Hello? Well, I'm hello? not sure what's going uh, Yes, hello. I'm not sure what's going on. I think we're having technical difficulties with our podcast tonight. Well, it could be technical difficulties because I'm in a rainstorm. Thunder, lightning. Is it raining over there? Well, I'm in Arkansas. Who? Who is this? Oh, this is Onyx. Hi, Onyx. I thought that was you. I wasn't sure. I don't know where Icon is. What? Are we live? Well, I don't know. I mean, I called into the podcast, and I haven't heard him come on yet. So I don't know if he's having problems with something or... So, fans, we apologize. Welcome to Attitude Era Live. I'm not sure where I'm coming, though. (laughs) I don't know. You're here with Onyx, a.k.a. Bronco Billy. And we're here with Granny Holster. I'm waiting to hear my fans and talk to you guys and calling in. Well, I'm not sure where Icon's at, so. Well, what what happened to Granny Holster? 
sir. Okay, we can hear you now, Icon. Where have you been? Because I was beginning to think I I couldn't hear nothing. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll tell you what. I just uh, I just had a little uh, someone hit the wrong button on the board, and uh, now we're good to go. So uh, real quick here, this is eighty nine point one Kens FM Attitude Air Live Monday night, and it is nine o'clock, a little after nine. We have Granny Hawkster and we have Onyx. They are the hosts with me tonight. How are you gals doing? Whoop, whoop. I'm good. All right. Uh, we got a big show tonight. Uh, as always, uh, Onyx is going to be with us the entire show. And uh, let me go through our guest list here again. We have Elijah Sparks coming on in about uh, eight minutes or so. We also have the great uh, wrestler, independent wrestler, Michelle Cooper. Uh, she's going to be bringing her barbed wire-covered baseball bat. And then we have Carla uh, Albrich. And uh, she's a musician, uh, and she's going to be talking to us about her musical career. So uh, I do apologize, ladies. I mean, I could hear you gals talking, but you gals couldn't hear me because the one button on the board that was supposed to uh, be pushed was not pushed. And I just figured that out. Uh, Apparently, I'm uh, more uh, not much of a technical guru as uh, the owner of our radio station is, uh, Ken Bartz. But, uh, you know, it is what it is, and um, <laughs> so we Talk will just uh, go with it. Buttons. Well, yeah, I, um, I apologize for that. you got to push uh, those buttons, buddy. Well, it, it's usually everything, is, uh, usually everything is all set when I get here, but uh, uh, this time it was not. But anyway, uh, we'll just go with this, and... Uh, and uh, everything should be fine. So you gals can hear me. Uh, everybody yeah. in uh, Radio Land can hear us. So we're going to go ahead and get to the show here. So uh, Onyx, uh, you have a big event coming up, do you not? I do, I do, I do. I'm actually in Baltimore. I'm getting on the plane from <clears throat> Los Angeles in two days, and then I'm going to Vegas in like four days. We have LFC. Lingerie Fighting Championship, pay-per-view in Vegas, Halloween night. And uh, you are you are a major part of that uh, uh, show, from what I understand. Well, I mean, as of now, they, they got me down as a celebrity judge, which that's a little impressive. Um, I, I love to be in Los Angeles, where I used to live, and I love Vegas just relaxing for me and um i'm looking forward to this event and i think it'll be fun and the girls have been great and hopefully soon in the future that um i'll be more involved in the show because we're just branching off in different uh states so we're growing well, you know, the, the interesting thing about uh, the uh, LFC is, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, we, of course, we have to uh, be careful what we say here, but, uh, you know, it's it's more than gals fighting in lingerie. It's, uh, it's actual competition. Uh, don't let the uh, LFC, Lingerie Fighting Championship title, fool you. Uh, these gals, uh, they get in the ring, and they have real matches, and uh, it's not... It's not WWE style. I mean, we're talking about real knockout, drag-out matches. Am I right, uh, Onyx? That's correct. We are in a cage. The cage is locked. 
We do wrestling, grappling, punching, pinning, and um, these girls are true athletes. And, you know, it's that's what it takes. It just doesn't take someone jumping in there. I mean, we're, you know, they're training and their hearts are in it. And it's also entertainment for those watching because it's not really about really the outfit because it's, it's more about the fighting. It really is. It's a passion for fighting. It's really not about the outfits. But some of the outfits are, you know, like I always say, and, uh, nothing more than you would see on the beach. Now, the the thing about uh, this particular thing, one thing we didn't, uh, I, I wanted to ask you like last week that we didn't get to, is uh, do you uh, do you ever have uh, like uh, lingerie companies contact you and say, hey, would you wear uh, this in the ring and we'll pay you like a fee, or are you not allowed to talk about that? Yes, that is true. It does happen, but I it's it's not even that they would pay me a fee. I just have people that want to buy and buy lots of these outfits just for me simply to wear. Do they pay me extra? <clears throat> maybe, maybe not, but it's it's more, you know, you have your fans. They just want to see you in this, this attire or this look or this outfit because, and I'm okay with it. I'm dealing with that right now. I, you know, they want to put me in all these, outfits and they're honestly getting smaller and smaller and smaller but I'm like honestly I don't care what I wear as long as I'm not popping out and you're paying me whatever I mean you know like I say no more than you would probably see on a beach (laughs) well is there uh well let me ask you this uh is there anything well two questions is there anything out of your comfort zone and uh, would you ever let, like, just like a regular fan buy you something to wear? Yes, they have. They can. They will. They do. And that's completely fine with me. Um, I don't – I personally don't do nudity, and I prefer <clears throat> that um, at least covered up and it's not, like, completely see-through just because private parts are called private parts. But to each his own. It's Okay. Okay. And, uh, you know, with that, go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I'm up to each his own. Some girls may like see-through. I prefer sometimes body parts to be some private. That's why they're called private parts. <laughs> right. Now, uh, anyway, like, the reason the reason why I was asking about that is, uh, and our guest should be calling in here in about a minute, and then we'll uh, interview him uh, when he comes on. It's Elijah Sparks. Um, we'll uh, have some fun with him, and then we'll go. We'll do a back and forth, and we'll have uh, we'll talk to him. Uh, he's got a new uh, nonprofit organization that he's going to be talking about. And, uh, and so, the, anyway, the reason why I was asking Onyx is if uh, the icon were to uh, send you uh, something, an outfit to wear or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and then have like the name of the show. Uh, either on the front or the back, is that not allowed, or is there certain rules with that, like you can't advertise? That may be a possibility. That is correct. Um, If anything, though, I get that. It'd be nice to put, like, um, icon on my booty shorts or something. 
the well, yeah, that, I mean, you could put my logo in the front and then my or show on the back. Maybe, maybe, maybe not because whoever does advertise, I, I think there is a fee. But if anything, I'm going to have onyx and diamonds written across my tank top. Is what I was thinking. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, uh, we're going to take a quick little pause here. But there is room here. for uh, promoting. You, you can advertise. There, there are different right, teams, but yes. You can have your whole we're, team we're, on, the, on the ring. All right, we're going, to do a, we're going to do a quick little pause, and then I'm going to bring on our guest, and uh, we'll be back in about 60 seconds. As a non-commercial radio station, Ken's FM survives in large part by the generosity of listeners like you, who value public radio and have become a member. Your donation continues to allow us to support local artists and musicians and play the music you want to hear, not what advertisers think we should play. It enables us to broadcast feature story news so you can hear the news, not opinions. Public radio doesn't have an agenda. We're not in the business of pushing our point of view. Our mission is simple. Reflect your interests, not the interests of some corporation. If you believe that having an independent, non-commercial, public radio station in your community is a good idea, become a member now. Find out how by visiting our website at www.kensfm.com. And remember, independence has a cost, and it's as little as $10 a month. All right, ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. He is our first combatant of the night. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the masked one himself. He is Elijah Sparks. How's everybody doing tonight? Appreciate you bringing me on. Good. How are you, Elijah? Good to have you. Doing pretty good. Appreciate you guys having me on here tonight. All right. Well, Elijah, I want to introduce you to my co-host. We have Onyx uh, to my left, and we have uh, Granny Hulkster on my right. How you doing? Which she knows me, Icon. Oh, I know. We're going to get into that. Elijah Sparks knows who I am, and I've got some serious questions I need to ask him tonight. Well, we'll we'll get into that in a second. Uh, But, uh, Elijah, before we get into the interview here, uh, and at the end of the, well, towards the end of the interview, uh, you have a uh, little nonprofit organization uh, that uh, we're going to let you pitch. We'll, we'll talk about that at, at the beginning. I, I mean, at the towards the end of the interview, we'll give you enough time to do that. Okay. Sounds good to me. All right. So here's what we're going to do, Elijah, Elijah, real quick before we do the roundtable. Uh, if you want to give us a little background about yourself, and then we'll uh, have some fun to talk to you. Sounds good. Oh. Uh, I'm Elijah Sparks. I've been wrestling for about five and a half years. Uh, pretty soon it'll be six. Uh, I went through a couple of different phases. Uh, started out as the resident superhero and eventually evolved to the greatest superhero when I had a little bit more, uh, let's just say, everything got to my head. So I wanted to be more of my own, not just the resident superhero, but the greatest. And then now, well, now I'm just the best reject out there. I'm the reject Elijah Sparks. Uh, you know, you can call me. Some people think I'm a joker. Well, I'm, I'm not the joker. I'm, I'm my own character here. Uh, similar looks can be deceiving. But uh, 
that's about all you need to know about Elijah. And, you know, if anyone else wants to know, they can definitely look me up. And uh, the one thing about Elijah that uh, people don't know is uh, you're actually now a part of the three-timers club here on Attitude Air Live. This is the third appearance you've been on with us. And uh, I do appreciate you tagging in for uh, our one guest who unfortunately dislocated his shoulder and he's nursing his injuries right now. So uh, he uh, was supposed to be live in studio with us, but unfortunately he um, uh, will have to come on at another time. Uh, we wish uh, our friend Scott Kelsch all the best luck in the world uh, with his injury, and we know that he'll be back <coughs> soon. And uh, instead of playing two songs in the studio with us, he's going to have to play seven now. So uh, just to prepare that. Uh, now, Elijah, so when you're uh, wrestling, uh, you know, you, um, you do wear a mask, obviously. Uh, so um, are you more of a high flyer, a technical wrestler, or are you just a, uh, a butt whooper like a Stone Cold Steve Austin? How would you describe your well, wrestling right, style? Well, right now I am – I paint my face up now as the reject. Uh, but as far as the the reject is more of a beat you down, uh, just wants to inflict a little bit of pain, uh, pain and have some fun while he's doing it. Now, Elijah Sparks, that superhero himself, he likes to be more technical and high-flying. But uh, as, for, as far as the reject goes, he, he can be a little technical, but he likes to just beat you down and have fun watching you basically be in pain. So, uh, does, so does that mean that you do not, um, you you don't wear the mask anymore then? Uh, I wouldn't say I, you know, it's put up or anything, but or over. But uh, right at this moment, uh, right now, uh, pretty much everywhere I wrestle at, they uh, really enjoy that reject gimmick. So I, that's what I've been producing, and I wear a uh, base paint that covers all my face up. Uh, once in a while, I'll bring out like this little scary reject mask that I do have that I kind of present in some of my promos and stuff like that. But as far as a mask, I mean, why, why, why? Uh, I don't need to cover up this beautiful face because I mean, I'm, I, this whole deal I'm doing is I'm being tired of being rejected from society, from the fans because you know. They cheer, but what are they cheering for? Are they cheering for me, or are they cheering for me to get hurt, or are they cheering for me to uh, succeed? Th- things like that that, you know, I- I'm tired of being rejected of, so uh, why not show a little bit of a new style, you know? Right. Elijah Spark is our guest here. we got about uh, 24 minutes. So uh, that, that kind of leads me to my next question, what led to the change, and you kind of explained that. Uh, but uh, we're going to do a quick little roundtable here. Uh, well, uh, Granny's got some things she's going to say. But we're going to hold off on that for just a second, Granny. But uh, let's uh, bring on Onyx. Uh, what do you have for our guest, Elijah Sparks? Go ahead, Onyx. What, uh, what do you have to ask? I'm already looking and Facebooking and admiring. And <laughs> I'm actually inspired and motivated because um, Onyx, is Bronco Billy from WOW, WW, Glow, WOW, now Onyx, um, with her own company, Smash Bam Pal, 20 years, three or four or five wrestling schools, on my way to Vegas, on my way to LA, LFC, and sometimes I lose 
my inspiration because it just happened. The listening and looking at this guy, you just filled my cup. Like, you have inspired me and keep following your dreams and keep following your heart and keep following your passion and keep following your vision and never give up. And I like the direction you're going in, and I hope to definitely meet you one day. What state are you in? Uh, I am in Oklahoma, Tulsa Bay. Oklahoma. All right. Uh, I, I don't know I, I was, was going to say the state of confusion, but... We got to get you out of Oklahoma. I'm sure you go outside of Oklahoma to wrestle. Uh, once in a while, I've hit Kansas and Arkansas areas. Uh, uh, okay. That's about that's about where I've been so far. I would love to be further out. That's that's the whole goal there with that. It's just needing to meet different promoters and bookers and all that other fun stuff and different. It's really cheap to fly now. It's really cheap to fly now. I think I got a round trip to Vegas and back for like three hundred dollars, and it is who you know. And you know, I, I'll be honest with you, I've slept in my rental car before and comfortably. So, you know, keep stuff like that in mind because it, it, keep praying, keep having faith. Yeah. And keep going in the direction you're going because I like what you're doing. Well, Elijah Sparks, our guest here. We got we got about uh, 21 mi- minutes here with Elijah. Well, I'll tell you, uh, Granny has some. Uh, uh, apparently, you know Granny, and I knew that uh, when I I booked you. I knew that the first time I booked you. I knew that the second time I booked you. I knew that the third time I booked you. So, uh, Granny. Uh, of course, we're on the air here. We're on 89.1 Ken's FM, live in Fargo, North Dakota. Be nice. What do you got for our guests, Elijah Sparks? Go ahead, Granny. Well, first of all, before I ask my questions, Icon, he needs to talk about this organization because my questions have to do with the last show I attended at this organization that he wrestles for. So mm-hmm. why don't we let him talk about wrestling against hunger first, because my questions has to tie in directly with wrestle against hunger. Okay. Well, go ahead. Then. Wrestle against hunger is an organization that a particular church called Living Hope Fellowship. They uh, they've been doing uh, giving out food <clears throat> for families for the past. I want to say since 2017, I believe, was when they started doing that. And uh, the, the actual the pastor himself loved pro wrestling, like loves everything about it. And he was, you know, him and I, I knew him back in 2017, and he, he kind of brought an idea to me and was like, hey, what would you think if, you know, a pastor, you know, started his own wrestling company? And I, you know, and I was like, well, I don't see an issue with that. Uh you know, you just need certain ideas to bring everything up. So a couple of years later, passed. He got certain things going and uh, added that on. So whatever money they make or donations they get, it goes back to their uh, benefits for their food ministry that they give out at least once or twice a month uh, to families that need it. And uh, how long have you uh, been uh, uh, with the organization? 
uh, since day one. Uh, they uh, started uh, his promotion started last year around September, so he's got about a full year on him right now. Uh, they're trying to build off of that. So. And is there a uh, website for the uh, organization? Yes. Uh, start off, you can check them out on Facebook, Wrestle Against Hunger, Instagram. Uh, they've got a YouTube channel, uh, brand new. So. And then uh, if you want to like check any kind of events out or anything like that, you can go to www.wrestleagainsthunger.com. Wow. And you can check out. Check out all the information on there, and uh, it's it's a good organization. That's that's one more reason why I like uh, I, I like things like that. Like if it helps somebody else out, you know, and I, then I, I definitely wanted to be a part of that. So as soon as I got the knowledge that he was going to do it, I was like, I'm in. Let's do it. So and it is a, and it is a great nonprofit organization, and I'm glad that uh, you're able to uh, to talk to us about that, and uh, I'm glad that I'm able to give you the time. Here on 89.1 Ken's FM, we have um, Elijah Sparks. We have about 18 minutes here left with Elijah. So uh, we mentioned that, and we'll mention it again before the end here. But uh, now, uh, Granny, you mentioned you had some other questions. Uh, first off, oh, yeah. how, uh, how do you know Elijah? When, when did well, he first get in your I... face at an event? Well, you know, you know, Elijah. When he was Elijah Sparks, he was part of a wonderful group of heroes called Space Age at Wrestling for a Cause, which you know I'm a big part of. And Wrestling for a Cause just had their 10th year anniversary show on Saturday. It was an awesome, amazing night of wrestling. But you know, there was a little controversy, you know, and and everything. And then, you know, Elijah Sparks kind of went his separate ways, and now he is known as Reject at WAH. And um, but I've known Elijah for, you know, a few years. You know, I mean, I, I've known him for quite some time. And yes, I have talked. I've had to talk smack to him at times, you know. But um, but. What I am wanting to talk about right now is because my husband and I had the opportunity to attend the first part of October, um, our first Wrestle Against Hunger show. And it was an amazing night of wrestling. I loved it. It was awesome. But I got a little bone to pick with this gentleman right now because... My two of my good friends were having a match, uh, Paul Puerto Rico and um, Rob Cabela. They were having a match, and um, it was a title match for Rob's championship belt. Well, for some reason, um, Miss Lavender, who is Reject's ballet manager, whatever you want to call her, she has to come out, and she's walking around trying to get candy from everybody in the audience. Well, then all of a sudden, this door opens up, and Reject's partner comes out of this closet door, whatever you want to call it, you know, 
And Reject all of a sudden shows up, and they interfere in the match, and they take out Paul Puerto Rico and Rob Cabela. Well, you know, Granny, and anybody that knows me, you know, I started planning tag team match, tag team match, and boy, everybody was wanting the tag team match. Well, now, at the next show on November 6th, and I'm sure Elijah Sparks will be talking about this, he is going to be facing Paul Puerto Rico, Paul Puerto Rico in a one-on-one match. Now, so, sounds interesting. Why, why? Oh yeah, but why? I want to know why. What gave you all that right to interfere? Number one in that match. And what are your plans for Paul Puerto Rico on November sixth? Because, you know, Paul Puerto Rico, you know, he was the original uh, uh, started Space Age, and you were a part of that organization. You know, you were a part of that group for a very, very long time, you know. And I don't know what happened. I don't know if you lost your train of thought or why you did what you did or, you know, what made you change your attitude about Paul Puerto Rico. Because I know you all used to be very good friends at one time. So what if you, I mean, what was the reasoning behind all of this? And what is your plan for Paul on November 6th? Well, Granny, (laughs) you sure do got a lot to say, don't you? Oh, yes, I do. He always does. That's why we love her. Well, Granny, I'll answer all your questions here. Uh, You know, first off, you talk about my uh, tag partner, Dr. Corvus, coming out of a closet, uh, Actually, no, that was a, uh, that is a casket. Well, casket, whatever you want to call it, whatever you wanted to call it. It was an upright casket, okay? It it didn't look like a casket. It was an upright casket, okay? I thought it was just a closet because it didn't look like a casket casket, you know, so. Well, you want to know why we did what we did? Well, first of all, Rob Cabello was just in my way. So he, he, you know, there's there's no personal beef with me and Rob Bell. I mean, you know, he, he's champ. Let him go do be champ, champ. You know what I mean? But as far as Paul Puerto Rico goes, you know just as well as Paul Puerto Rico knows why I did what, what I did. Because frustration for the past three and a half years of him being on top of everything, being so accomplished. And he, he talked about putting Space Age over, talk about how Space Age, we're, we're all going to be champions. We're all going to be a family. Well, you never was there backstage, was you? <laughs> because him, and, and I'll even throw Gemini in there because I, I just beat Gemini not too long ago, actually, a couple weeks ago. So I proved a point to him. But him and Gemini are the guys that, well, let's just say they wanted me to be their bag carrier. They wanted me to be that guy to do what they wanted me to do. See, Aeronaut, he's seen what I've seen. That's why he's not around anymore, because Aeronaut got tired of him too, but the difference between me and Aeronaut is I'm actually setting goals and getting out there and doing what I want to do. See, Paul Puerto Rico, he's going he's gonna to come out on November 6th at Wrestle Against Hunger, he's going to come out thinking, you know, I'm going to I'm going to beat 
Elijah Sparks just because that's what he's going to think. But in reality, he's not going to beat me. He's not even going to manage up to what I've got planned for him. You see, by the end of that match, he's going to want to retire. And I'm going to do him a favor. I'm going to help him retire because he's talked years after years after years after years after years about retiring. Well, I'm going to do him a favor. And I'm going to be the guy that puts Paul Puerto Rico away and sends him back in. But if if somehow he can manage to beat me, which he'll probably cheat because he's a cheater. Uh, but uh, if he somehow does, well, you know, that. It was not going. It's not going to end. But I, I know deep down in my heart, and I know you do too, Grandma, that that uh, he's not going to beat me. He's not going to beat me. He's not going to beat Doctor Corver. Heck, he couldn't beat Miss Lavender. He might be able to beat Arrow Kid, but he can't beat me. Well, he's not going to beat uh, Arrow Kid because Arrow Kid's on his side. But you know, unfortunately. I am not going to be able to be in attendance that night because of a previous obligation that I have to be at. But I will tell you, if I was there, I guarantee Granny would be in Paul Puerto Rico's corner for sure. Now, I have one more question I need to ask you. Your entrance music, why don't you share with the fans about your entrance music what is that all about and uh, you know who came up with that you know you know um i'm, I'm kind of curious you know share with all the fans about your entrance theme music that you have well granny that is something so special and yes i am the leader of the rejects but there there's always a leader over a leader if you really think about it and our true leader is Miss Raven Black of Raven Black Band. She is the lady that sings the song that we come out to that gets us motivated to bring a little bit of pain. So Miss Raven Black, you can look her up on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. They produce pretty cool music. If you like uh, heavy metal, then you'll like what she has to offer. <clears throat> And, uh, Elijah, we have to uh, eventually uh, get us hooked up with her. Uh, real quick here, we got Elijah Sparks. we got Red Mints. We're going to uh, take a quick timeout, and then we'll be right back. One second.
And uh, make sure you do come out October 31st on, uh, to support Kansas FM, and uh, we'll help keep Attitude Air live on the air here. And uh, all proceeds go to uh, benefit uh, KNNZ 89.1 FM. Uh, so if you like what we're doing, if you like what Ken's doing, uh, if you like 89.1, make sure you get out to 1500 11th Street North, Moorhead, Minnesota, the Meridian, on October 31st. Doors do open at 7 o'clock. Uh, Icon uh, will unfortunately not be there because I'll be going away on my honeymoon uh, that weekend. But I, I employ all of you. Uh, that are listening here in the Fargo area to get out there and support Ken's FM. And uh, if you like Attitude Air Live, make sure you let Ken know that when you see him. And if you don't like Attitude Air Live, don't say anything. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, we have uh, five minutes here left. We, we have uh, five Halloween. minutes. Now that's scary. <laughs> yeah, we we got uh, we got uh, Elijah Sparks here. We got about five minutes here left with Elijah, and uh, for those that are listening right now, we got a little chore for you. If you go to our Off the Ropes page on Facebook, you go to Ken's FM eighty nine point one page on uh, Facebook, and if you uh, do a donation to help Ken Station, which is as little as ten dollars a month, uh, will automatically get you qualified. Uh, to win an autograph for our big December giveaway show. Uh, when you win uh, an autograph from a past guest, current guest, or a future guest, uh, I will uh, send the notification via Messenger that you are a winner, and uh, we'll go from there. And, uh, Elijah, hopefully I'll if you could. I'll mail you right you... now 20 autograph pictures of Onyx, a.k.a. Bronco Billy, to your show for you to distribute. I'll mail you 20 right. pictures as soon as I get to the mailbox. All right. And then, uh, Elijah, I don't know if you have anything uh, that you can autograph for us. Would you be willing to donate this few as well? Oh, yeah. I, I meant to do that last time. I just I got so busy. But, yeah, I can I can get some uh, get some going. I probably won't get them out until uh, my next show because that's when I'll have my merch box and my tag partners got them. But I will get them well, out. Well, that's fine. As, as long as we can get them by, uh, as long as we can get them by the last week of December, we're good. Cool means, yeah. Just send me address and all the other stuff I need to send it to, and I will put them all together. Hey, uh, all right, Tom. Yes. Real quick, why don't we let Elijah Sparks uh, re-promote his show and the date and the time? And um, also, um, if I'm not mistaken, um, Elijah. Aren't you all going to be doing a special thing? You're wanting people to bring canned, uh, non-perishable food items to the event to help with the families for Thanksgiving. Is that correct? Am am I right about that? Uh, Yes, I believe uh, you're more than welcome to do that. I know another thing they do there is uh, is clothing, is they give out clothing as well. So Mm -hmm. if I have a piece of clothing that you don't wear, you can bring that, and they'll be able to you know, have that cleaned and don't donate that too as well to somebody that may need some clothing. But uh yeah if and, uh, uh, I wouldn't re- yeah, real quick, if our fans want to check you out, do you do you uh we'll have you talk about that, but also if you have a Facebook, an Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, what do you got and then tell us how to find the uh organization. Yeah, uh my uh mine is Elijah Sparks. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, I got a TikTok, uh they're all Elijah Sparks, which makes it pretty easy. You'll you'll know because it'll either be my old math character on the promo pic or, or on the profile picture, or it'll be the new character that you – it ain't hard to miss. And then 
for okay, one more time. Saturday, November the sixth. Special start time at three PM. Wrestle Against Hunger presents Thanksgiving Beast. And it'll be at the Hope Center, eighteen twenty one East, sixty sixth Street North, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh you will see a match with Sam Stackhouse versus the world uh the WAH heavyweight champion of Dan Weber. You will see a tag team match of Corporal Punishment and Pastor Brent versus Most Wanted. And then you will see Paul Puerto Rico, the extraterrestrial, terrestrial, Paul Puerto Rico versus the reject, Elijah Sparks. It's a show you don't want to miss. Uh, the pricing is free general admission, but if you want front row VIP, uh, with front row VIP, I believe you get, obviously you get front row. And I think you will get something free from concession stand and maybe something else. I could be wrong, but I know you, you get something with that. And that is $15. Well, I know the night I know the night we came, Icon, um, we got VIP front row, and we got four vouchers for food items from their wonderful concession stand. And they've yes. got they, – they had taco salads. They had nachos. I mean, you name it, they had it. Popcorn candy drinks you know i mean it was absolutely amazing but yes i wish granny could be there because i really would be in paul puerto rico's corner that day for that show well when i get can you go are you going unfortunately i have another commitment that same day that i have to be at around that same time so i will not be able to be there but 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 just rest assured, Elijah Sparks, you will see Granny back at Wrestle Against Hunger. And I will be, whenever I do come back, I will make sure I'm in Paul Puerto Rico's corner for sure. Do you have and, any uh, calls calling said- in? If a caller calls in right now, I'll buy him a VIP ticket. All right. And uh, with that being said, uh Elijah, we uh, thank you for joining us, and uh, we will definitely have you on again. And uh, we want to help you promote anything you got. Uh, just keep in contact with me. Uh, we're going to take a quick little time out. We'll be back in 60 seconds with our next guest. As a non-commercial radio station, Ken's FM survives in large part by the generosity of listeners like you who value public radio and have become a member. Your donation continues to allow us to support local artists and musicians and play the music you want to hear, not what advertisers think we should play. It enables us to broadcast feature story news so you can hear the news, not opinions. Public radio doesn't have an agenda. We're not in the business of pushing our point of view. Our mission is simple. Reflect your interests, not the interests of some corporation. If you believe that having an independent, non-commercial, public radio station in your community is a good idea, become a member now. Find out how by visiting our website at www.kensfm.com. And remember, independence has a cost, and it's as little as $10 a month. And we are live here on 89.1 Ken's FM. And now, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, our second combatant of the night. And she has got barbed wire bat in hand. She is the one and only. She is Michelle Cooper. 
Hey, what's up? Thank you for giving my real name. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, that's okay. I'm just playing with you. That's cool. Everybody can know my real name because I'm not shy about it. I'm proud of my family name. <laughs> But yeah, um, yeah, I am actually Jules Malone, the hardcore princess, but you just so happen to have my real name on Facebook. So what is up, everybody? Well, <laughs> well we want to thank you. We want to thank you, Jules, for uh, t- we want to thank you, Jules, for taking time out of your schedule. We have uh, Jules Malone here. We got about uh, 28 minutes here with Jules. Uh, I'm going to ask you a few questions, and we'll do a roundtable. And uh, you have uh, uh, Onyx. Uh, to my left, and then you have Granny Hulkster on my right here as you're listening to your radio. Uh, so uh, what we're going to do here, uh, Jewel, is if you give us a little background about yourself, and then we're going to have some fun with this interview. Okay, that sounds great. Uh, what did you want to know? And I will definitely share that with you. Well, whatever, whatever. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. How long have you been in the in the wrestling business? Um, cumulatively, I have been in the business for a total of 14 years. That's three years as a wrestling manager and 11 years as a professional wrestler. Now, was it, uh, was it difficult to transfer from manager to wrestler? Uh, you know what? It was a little bit more of a timely process, uh, because I took an eight-year hiatus to get two university degrees. And then as soon as I finished my second degree, the final exam, I said, okay, now it's time to become a professional wrestler. And so, yeah, honestly, it was just something that I really needed to do. Um, I was a Muay Thai fighter for about four years prior to becoming a wrestling manager. So I've always had that, uh, a lot more of like the fighting skills. And so, um, yeah, the transition was just more of like a timely thing. So as soon as I got into um, the wrestling training, it was pretty easy because I just always stayed athletic and active and I've just always been really violent. So it just sort of worked out organically. Hmm. So I'm I'm just kind of curious, what university did you go to that gives you a degree in butt kicking? (laughs) Well, that's a school of hard knocks. Uh, I'm from Toronto, so that's just uh, that's how we roll here, especially where I'm from. Uh, but yeah, my degrees are actually all in accounting and finance. I well, you know what they say. Account- that? Well, you you know, well you know what they say. Um, um, <laughs> you know what they say. Accountants do it without losing their balance. <laughs> yeah, you got that right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Thanks, Big Swing. Uh, I, I knew you were out there somewhere. Uh, so, uh, so now I'm kind of curious, uh, Mich- uh, Jewel, about uh, your uh, wrestling style. I mean, uh, I did make a promo picture with you, and you got a you got a baseball bat ra- uh, wrapped in barbed wire. So, are you uh, more of a high flyer like a Rey Mysterio? Are you a technical wrestler like a Bret Hart? Or are you just a butt kicker like a Stone Cold Steve Austin? I'm going to have to tell you that I took a versatile approach. I started off um, at Squared Circle, and they did a little bit more lucha style, so I could do that kind of stuff, which is a lot of fun, and I had a lot of fun with that. Uh, did song style. I could do a lot of fun technical stuff when I feel like it. However, I find I excel most in ultraviolence, and so I like a lot of blood-sharp things, and just like, you know, just like I want to make people cringe, and I want people to regret saying yes to a booking with me. You know, it's just well, fun. Which is why I stopped calling you at uh, 2 in the morning. Uh, we have uh, Jewel. 
Uh, we have uh, we have Jules, our guest here. We got about uh, 24 minutes uh, now. Uh, before we continue here, uh, we'll we'll uh, go to uh, we'll go to Onyx and then we'll go to Granny. But uh, now, when you're uh, and it's pretty obvious, I would guess, uh, are you more of a baby face, a heel, an in betweeny? Are you more of a crowd individual? Um, I'm just gonna have to say that I'm just like an extreme badass. So you know. Um, People are just going to, I think they just like me. They can't dislike me because they would probably just be really scared and regret it. So I think they just, like, grow to love me or they just love to hate me. But um, generally when I'm in, like, areas and, uh, like, different countries and stuff like that and they already know who I am, there's already Jules Alone fans, it's just I'm automatically going to be a face. And then even when I try to be heel sometimes, they just, they just grow to love me because they're like, you know, I was expecting you to be somebody else, but you really kick ass. I'm just saying that because I'm biased, too. Well, that's kind of cool. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, Onyx, uh, we have uh, we have uh, Jewel Malone here as our guest here. What do you have for our guest? Go ahead, uh, Onyx. We have exactly 22 minutes. Go ahead. I like it. I love it. It's like she's my sister. Brutal, pain. Hurt, fighter, wrestler, I mean, I can't wait to meet you. What state are you in? I am actually in Canada. I'm in Toronto. Okay. Yeah, where are you? I love I love all these compliments. Where are you at? I am currently in Baltimore. I used to live Ooh. in Los Angeles. I'm on my way oh, to love- Vegas to do LFC. Lingerie Fighting Championship. You might fit in perfect over there. Yeah, it's like, would they allow me to, like, come in, like, barbed wire lingerie and just, like, tear it up yes. on other people? Oh, yes. amazing. I love that. That's so cool. Yes, I, I agree. Yeah, as uncomfortable as that outlet. Kick some booty. As uh, yeah, we need to use the term booty. I appreciate that. And uh, as as uncomfortable as that outlet uh, outfit sounds, uh, barbed wire, uh, bikinis, and well, uh, anyway, it, it sounds very. It sounds very. It sounds like you get very get very ripped. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, well, we have. Uh, you're not going to feel a thing. It's just everybody else. <laughs> They're a little soft. Uh, I like and. It. Uh, you, you could also put a sign on your back that says "Hands off" or else. No, uh, we have uh, Jules Malone as our guest here, and uh, we have uh, we have about uh, 20 minutes. Uh, I'm going to take a, a quick little step away here. Granny, uh, go ahead. What do you have for our guest, Jules? Go ahead. Well, it does sound like she's a little heelish, you know, icon. And you know, Granny, as you know, I do not like the heels, and I can talk some pretty good smack to them when I have to, being the big. <laughs> huge wrestling fan that I am. I mean, I think I would have a lot of fun interacting with you at a wrestling show. I really would. I can only tell that we would have really good chemistry. I'm already, like, picturing it. I think it's going to be stellar. I think it needs to happen. Yeah, yeah, I think it would be good because, you know, I've had so many wrestlers over the years tell me to sit down and shut up before I break a hip or don't you have a curfew at the nursing home, you know, and... I'm 59 years old, but I tell you, I can still talk smack to the best of them when I have to. And I think I would have a lot of fun interacting with you. But, yeah, I think you'd be uh, really fun with those one-liners. I think that'd be really good. Yeah. One of my questions to you is, um, 
if you had to, if you had an opportunity to have any kind of dream match, who would you want? What kind of match would you want to, it to be, and who would you want your opponent to be? Oh, that's an excellent question. I've always really wanted to, uh, just because, like, back when I first started wrestling, I really wanted to have a match with Bull Meccano in Japan. Uh, stipulation, I think I would just want to have a really good technical match with her. Awesome. Um, yeah, and then, but, like, if I were to say someone like Little President, I wouldn't, I can't decide who my opponent would be, but my one of my retirement matches needs to be in Japan, and I want an exploding barbed wire match. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so fun. That's awesome. Well, that sounds, like uh, that sounds interesting. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, as a matter of yeah, fact, if, you, uh, if, you're, if they'd ever let me in Canada again, uh, I'd like to uh, be your manager for that, and I guarantee you will not lose. Um, uh, but uh, before we continue here, we've got to, uh, we got to uh, do a couple legal things here, and uh, we'll be right back in a little bit. Okay. And uh, we are live here in Fargo, North Dakota, 89.1 Kens FM. We have Jules Malone as our guest here. we got about 19 minutes. Now, uh, we won't uh, spend too much time on this, uh, Jules, because it, it's kind of a depressing subject, you know. Uh, but we'll, let's talk a little bit about it. You know, we had COVID. And, uh, you know, we're kind of, you know, I thought we were turning the corner and then we were going to be done with it. And then it showed up in our rearview mirror again. But, uh, and uh, I think we're a lot smarter this time and how to conquer it. But uh, kind of take us through a little bit on how COVID affected uh, uh, you, your career, and your area. Did you have to uh, lose a lot of things that will be rescheduled? Did you have to blank out your schedule, your calendar to a certain part? Uh, to get back into it, kind of take us through that a little bit. Yeah, not a problem. So March, um, my my last match was uh, mid-March 2020, and then um, it was two days after that, um, after my last matches, we went into lockdown. Um, and because of where I live, um, our government made us uh, stay inside. We're locked in. Um, our gyms were, they were shut down. Uh, wrestling shows held on as long as they could uh, to have the bookings, however, the venues, and because of everything that was going on, a lot of uh, shows got canceled. Um, I had flights down for um, for the U.S. because I had about two weeks of traveling to do down there for wrestling shows, so that got canceled. Um, and then for a little bit in the summertime, we had things open up, but then only for everything to be shut down again. Um, and then coming to November 2020, you know, like I was trying to get into training as much as possible, but not accepting any bookings because I didn't want to be a part of something just like where I live, where you can compromise the fans' health and everybody else's health. You know what I mean? Um, and then uh, just recently this year, uh, things have started to open up. I think it was in August, I felt like being okay to start accepting bookings again because my stance was, you know, we have a, like, we have fans are going to have a little bit more of like an, like a compromise immune system and that sort of thing. So I didn't want to be the person who was saying yes. Um, so just because of that and all this time, I have lost 
so much time, but at the same time, on a positive note, I gained that quality of life. I got my life back because it was 11 years just being on the road all the time on the weekends. So, and it just like allowed me to reflect and redesign who Jules Malone is, what I want to do next. So, um, like the the hardest part was not being able to. Uh, live my passion and just my dream for everything I've worked for for so long. Uh, that was heartbreaking. But at the same time, just uh, took everything as a great insult and then just like, okay, happy to be back now and just take it take it very slowly because I don't want to just like jump in and then um, risk hurting myself, risk hurting somebody else or like, you know, like there's certain things like, you know, it just takes time to prepare and I didn't want to jump right back in. So, um, yeah, COVID sucks. Um, but I can sit there and dwell or I can just be resilient like everybody else and just, like, move on and be like, okay, well, that's over. Yeah, we're all more prepared now, but, uh, you know, it's different for every other country, too. Um, That was the other thing. The hardest thing was for me watching, um, especially the U.S., they had a little, like you guys, had a a lot more lenient, uh, leniency when it came to running shows and, you know, like at the same time I was feeling really sad that I wasn't able to wrestle, but then I was really happy and living vicariously through the wrestlers and the fans being able to still continue enjoying wrestling. So it's just like, it can be taken so many different ways. It sucks, but it's okay because I'm here now doing shows. I have more shows coming up back in the gym. So the past is the past. Just looking forward to the future. And I still hate COVID. (laughs) Uh, and, and we we do as well. Uh, we have uh, Jules Malone as our guest here. We got about fifteen minutes now. Uh, so now you mentioned that uh, you guys were on lockdown, and that's unfortunate, you know. And uh, you know, we you're right. We were a little lenient here, and uh, like I say, we're not going to turn this into uh, an opinion thing here. So we'll, we'll just kind of move on. But uh, now, speaking of uh, current events, uh, when is your next event? If you know what it is, like when is it? Where is it? Um, How can fans uh, check it out? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So I have, um, I'll just name a couple of my my upcoming events. Um, This, on the 31st, I am working for Championship Wrestling in Ontario, and it's uh, in Toronto. It's uh, Matinee Masquerade. Um, So I'm definitely looking forward to that. I uh, also have a show on the 6th of November, and that is uh, actually going to be over in the province of, of Quebec, and I have a, a three-way match, so it's with, uh, it's with uh, Lut, um, oh, I've drive, I'm losing the name right now, um, it is Federation um, Montagenier de Lut, and it's, uh, so it's obviously in French, so uh, that's going to be a, it's a six-man tag. And it's going to be intergender also, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. We're going to be using weapons. And then in, on this 12th of November, I will be defending my Pro Wrestling Eclipse Flame Championship. Uh, and my I'm not going to give away who my opponent is, but I'm looking forward to defending it. All right. And, well, I, without giving the opponent away, have you faced this opponent before? Nope. This will be a first-time This will be a first-time match. And, uh, you know, uh, every guest that we've had on that has uh, won a title or had a title that's been on with us, they have never lost it. Uh, last I looked, we're at, uh, and I'm not kidding about this, we're at 6,000 and oh. We've been doing this show for six years, and uh, any guest that uh, went for a title uh, has won it and <coughs> kept it. Um, 
because uh, you know if you lose it after you win it, it it doesn't matter it doesn't affect our record or if you if they've had a title and they've defended that title after they've been on the show or just before they were on the show they have not lost it so you got to keep our streak alive I mean we got a bigger streak than Goldberg and uh, we're on 89.1 here Ken's FM uh, we're going to take a, a quick time out and uh, talk about another quick uh, current event coming and we'll be right back. And uh, yes, we want you to uh, we want you to get out there and attend that. Uh, that's on Halloween night, October 31st. Of course, doors open at seven. Ten dollars with a coupon. Uh, with a coupon. Ten dollars with a costume. Fifteen dollars without a costume. Uh, all ages Halloween show, and of course, twenty one to drink. Down at the Meridian Event Center, fifteen hundred Eleventh Street, North Moorhead, Minnesota. And uh, get down there, support Ken. And uh, support Attitude Air Live by uh, showing up that, at that event. And if you do like our show, make sure you let Ken know that. And if you don't like our show, don't say anything. Uh, I'm kidding, of course. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we love 89.1 Ken's FM. We love being on the air every Monday night. So assuring that we'll still be on uh, benefits uh, the show. And speaking of benefits, uh, we have a little thing going on right now. If you go to our Off the Roads page and you like that, you go to Ken's 89.1 page on Facebook. And if you uh, do a donation, it's only $10 a month uh, to help Ken uh, keep on the air uh, here on Ken uh, KNNZ 89.1 FM. Uh, it's $10 a month. So uh, help us out. Uh, help Ken out so we can uh, keep bringing you great content, uh, not corporation-driven, uh, we let the listeners decide what we're doing, and uh, we appreciate all of you. So we all want you to come out and uh, help us out there and support us. And uh, we got Jules Malone here. We got about nine minutes. And um, speaking of Jules, I don't know if you're able to do this or not, Jules, but you know we got a big uh, December giveaway show coming up. And if you uh, like our page, like Ken's page, and you donate, uh, you'll automatically be qualified for our December giveaway uh, to win autographs from past guests, future guests, or current guests. And uh, if you could do a few for us, we sure would appreciate it there, uh, Jules. Amazing. Thank you. I'll definitely check it out. Thank you for letting me know. 
All right, and I just send you an address, whatever you can send us. We sure would appreciate it. And, uh, uh, you know, because uh, I know that, um, you know, you don't like those 2 a.m. phone calls from the icon. So when I saw that uh, you you actually have the uh, barbed wire bat in your hallway uh, next to the door and the phone, I figured I'll stop calling. I'll start calling a little, like, at noon or whatever. But anyway, Jules Malone's our guest here. we got about eight minutes left. So if our fans wanted to check you out and see what you're doing, you got a Facebook, you got an Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, what do you got? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um you can definitely follow me on Twitter. Uh that is um at Jules Malone. Instagram it is the Jules Malone. And for Facebook <coughs> people, you can definitely check me out on fans of Jules Malone. And if you love to watch um matches on YouTube, all you have to do is type in in the search bar, Jules Malone, and you will see an array of different types of matches going all the way back from when I first started. So um, there's so much content out there. Um, I do not do Twitch, but that is something I am considering very soon when I have a little bit more time from running the uh, Hardcore Kingdom here. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. And then also, like, if you want to just even just do some Random research on Google. You just look. You just type in my name there, and there's just so much stuff there. You can. People have been really good at keeping track of everything I do, and uh, yeah, so there's a lot of stuff there. And if you're looking for t-shirts at all, you can find my shop on prowrestlingtees.com. Now, uh, speaking of YouTube, is there any one match that you'd want our fans to gravitate towards to check out first? One that you're like extremely proud of that you'd like them to talk about? Um, actually, you know what? I think it's because um, I think if you want to see some of my matches, uh, you might want to look at uh, there's some matches from Rise that I'm quite proud of. Um, then I also like there's a lot of like newer stuff you see it on my CWO, and then there's um, and then you'll find some really good hardcore matches in there. Also, <clears throat> it's honestly it just depends on the individual person who's looking it up. But like, like I say, like, and there's also title match network from when I was down in, um, when I was in Texas, there's some fun stuff in there too. So honestly, some of my matches, I have one match that's at 47 million views, which I'm quite proud of. And that's a hardcore match. And, uh, yeah, you can just see, you'll, you'll be able to tell, um, which ones are the more popular ones by like the amount of views. Well, you know, uh, Onyx, uh, you know, you kind of mentioned a little bit, you know, uh, uh, Jules, that, uh, you know, Onyx, she is the basically the queen of the LFC. She's the reason why, uh, you know, like Tony Schiavone would say, uh, she's the one that puts the butts in the seats, uh, in my opinion, and everybody else's. But uh, would you ever consider trying out for LFC? Um, oh, LFC. Oh, um I don't know. That sounds like a very interesting idea. Um, I don't know if they'd let me, uh, if I could put thumbtacks on my gloves, I think that would be really fun. If we can get like and, LFP uh, with a little bit of sharp stuff, then yeah, maybe we could. And, uh, you know, one question I'd like to ask all our independent wrestlers, and I'll put it to you, two-part question. Um, let's just say that you're at, uh, at an event in Toronto there and like, somebody from WWE or AEW or Ring of Honor, you know, they say, hey, we're going to be having tryouts in the area in a couple weeks. We'd like you to check out. Two-part question. One, is that something you'd want to do? Uh, And two, if you do get that big-time contract, would you not big-time us and still talk to us? Mm, Yeah, I'm definitely, 
Oh, yeah, like the tryouts, I've um, I've already had a couple things here and there. I don't want to, like, drop any names, but um, I'm definitely open to more tryouts and different opportunities. And I am actually a very real person, so when people offer opportunities to share my stories and talk about myself and what I think about wrestling, I'm not the type of person to be like, oh, I'm here now, I'm very real, and I'm very approachable. So that would not change. That's awesome. And uh, probably the coolest uh, example of that was uh, Kenzie Page. Uh, She was part of AEW, and uh, she, she, uh, Big Swing was watching the show, and uh, she said, hey, you got to, you got to, you got to turn on the TV. Kenzie Page is on there, and after the show, I called her, and, uh, Lo and behold, she took my call and she kept her promise. So, uh, you know, oh, uh, you're a genuine, yeah, you're a genuine individual, and uh, we're uh, we're happy that uh, you joined us, and uh, we love we would love to have you join us again. And uh, any uh, other wrestlers that uh, that uh, you could hook us up with, uh, have them send me a message on Facebook uh, Messenger, and I'd like to get them on as well. We'd like to get as many uh, people, uh, independent wrestlers, on the show as we can. Oh, I definitely have somebody in mind, and they're actually listening right now. I'm not going to give it away, but I am definitely going to put you and um, them in contact. And I know they're smiling right now because they know what I'm saying. So, uh, yes, I will be more than happy to uh, connect you guys with each other, and it can be a nice big right, and, and did you uh, show, show the individual that collector's card I made for you? What was your opinion on that? Did you like that? I thought it was really great, and it's actually on my Instagram story right now, today. There you go, and yeah, uh, you, you can use it for whatever. You can you can use that for whatever you want. Uh, it's just that if anybody asks you, you may just say it's uh, your egotistical buddy in Fargo, North Dakota, on eighty nine point one Ken's FM. Ooh, I definitely feel. Well, I'll tell you what we do appreciate you, uh, you taking time out of your schedule to join us, and we will <coughs> definitely have you on again. Uh, have the individual send me a message, and we'll get them on as well. And uh, we appreciate you, Jules, everything you do, and we do love you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jules. Great. Oh, thank you. It was wonderful speaking with each one of you, and I'm looking forward to speaking with you again. Awesome. Bye. Jules, thank night. you. No, bye. All thank right. you, everyone, for listening. All right. Uh, Jules Malone, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're going to take a, a quick little time out here, and we will be back with our final guest here in about 60 seconds. As a non-commercial radio station, Ken's FM survives in large part by the generosity of listeners like you, who value public radio and have become a member. Your donation continues to allow us to support local artists and musicians and play the music you want to hear, not what advertisers think we should play. It enables us to broadcast feature story news so you can hear the news, not opinions. Public radio doesn't have an agenda. We're not in the business of pushing our point of view. Our mission is simple. Reflect your interests, not the interests of some corporation. If you believe that having an independent, non-commercial, public radio station in your community is a good idea, become a member now. Find out how by visiting our website at www.kensfm.com. And remember, independence has a cost. And it's as little as $10 a month. And, uh, yes, please uh, make your donations. We 
we would we would appreciate it here on uh, Attitude Air Live, and uh, Ken would appreciate it as well on 89.1 Ken's FM. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, our third guest of the night, with guitar in hand, she has got a great soothing voice, and she's going to share that with us right now. She is Carla <coughs> Ulbrich. Hey, this is Carla Ulbrich. You're listening to the Attitude Era Live on 89.1 Ken's FM with your host, the icon, the big swing, and Granny Hulkster. Hey, Carla, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Uh, you have... Uh... Granny Hulkster on my left here, and you have uh, Onyx on my right here as you're listening. Uh, I'm going to ask you a few questions, and we'll do a roundtable, and we'll come back to me. I'll ask you the difficult questions. But uh, before we do that, if you could give us a quick little background about yourself, and then we'll uh, have some fun with the interview. Go ahead. Sure. Well, I've been writing humorous songs for uh, a long time, a couple of decades, and I've got 10 albums out, and uh, I do all kinds of online shows these days. I was touring all over the country. I've uh, been heard on Dr. Demento, Serious Exit Comedy. I'm from South Carolina, and now I live in New Jersey. And uh, now you mentioned that uh, you, uh, now is, is your songs more like, uh, are they more like parodies? Are they uh, serious songs? Are they songs you wrote? Uh what uh, and what is your main genre? If uh, you have, or do you have more than one? Well, I my genre, which is not a genre, <laughs> is comedy music. I write funny songs. I write them in all styles: swing, country, pop, and then I do do some parodies. Uh, but I also, you know, I, I write those, and then I also write, you know, real songs. <laughs> Although people would, some people would say that that funny songs aren't real songs. So, you know, I finish a whole set and they go, do you do any real songs? And I'm like, oh, I guess those, you imagine those? I don't know. So, uh, yeah, I, I do a little bit of everything. Well, with, you know, with that being said, you know, I, I'm kind of curious. I've always wanted to know about parodies. Um, we're on 89.1 <coughs> here at Ken's FM. We have, uh, we have our we have our great uh, famous uh, guest here. We have uh, Carly here with us, and we have about uh, 37 minutes. Uh, now, when you're doing a parody uh, and you do a parody of a song, uh, how does that work with the original artist? You have to get their permission, uh, and if you do get their permission, do you have to use a certain amount of the same words from the song to make it work? Kind of take us through that process. Well, there's there's no obligation to use a certain number of the words uh, legally, comedically. It helps if you could make it sound, you know, more you can make it sound like the original song. The funnier it is. Uh, well, you got to have an idea that's funny too. But uh, the the permission thing is not necessary. But I know that Weird Al always asks for permission. Um, so that you don't get a cease and desist letter. But everything I've been told is that the uh, Supreme Court said that, that as long as it's, oh, this gets into really uh, legalese, but is, as long as it's a commentary on the original, then it's parody. If you just borrow the tune and, and it has nothing to do with the original idea, then you basically 
following <laughs> the music. You're not you're not making a commentary on the original idea. I don't know if that's well. You know, like. You know, you mentioned uh, you know you mentioned Weird Al. Like uh, he's got a line uh, in his uh, his first song, uh, "Get yourself an egg and beat it." You know, when he was did the parody of uh, the song "Beat It," and I know that he did uh, he he became enemies with Coolio. Uh, you know, doing his Amish Paradise, and uh, even though that he said he got permission to use the song, uh, apparently Coolio says different. But we won't get into that. But uh, now you mentioned that uh, you put out. Uh, you said was it was ten albums? Was it? Yes. And uh, um, with uh, you know, I put out an album so, uh, several years ago, and uh, it was a comedy album myself, and it actually went aluminum. <laughs> you know. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> The big big swing is out there. Uh, I'm going to ask a few more questions. and We'll do a little roundtable here. So, uh, of all, what was your what was the title of your first album, and what is the title of your most recent album? My first album was called Her Fabulous Debut because I wanted to make the DJ say that. <laughs> right. And uh, my, my most recent album, I put out two albums last year. I I put out one called The Loud Album, and then I also put out. Uh, Entire album. It's called Inside Jokes, and it's all songs about living in lockdown. That's kind of cool. And uh, we'll uh, we'll talk about how to get those. And uh, of course, uh, uh, for those of you that are listening to uh, Ken's eighty nine point one FM, you know that uh, we do have a contest going. So if you uh, if you go to our Facebook page, Off the Ropes, and you like that. And you go to uh, Ken's FM 89.1 page on Facebook like that. And if you uh, do a donation, uh, $10 a month, uh, to help Ken's out, uh, you'll automatically get qualified to win an autograph from a past guest, a current guest, or a future guest. And uh, hopefully, uh, Carla, I'll understand if you turn me down on this, but maybe you'd be willing to send us some autographs for some giveaways for that show? Absolutely. Awesome. Uh, I'll tell you what, uh, we're going to do a little roundtable here. Let's start with uh, Onyx first. Uh, she's, uh, like I said, she's on my sitting on my right here. Uh, Onyx, <coughs> what do you have for our guest? Go ahead. Well, you know, I just think it's really cool in, like, the world today to make people laugh and make people happy and to have a dream and a passion and to do what you love and be able to do what you love. And I honor that. And for the fans listening, I hope that everyone can just follow their heart, maybe make someone laugh. I like the way you took a twist off of your music. And I really wish you much more success and many more laughs and whatever you do, and it it takes a special person to do that. It really does. You have to dig down deep to do what you do, and I appreciate that. So I'm going to start becoming a bigger fan of yours, and I've already shared and liked your pages, and I hope to meet you one day. Wow, thank you so much. That's just yep. a beautiful thought. I really appreciate that. Yep, and, and you it's know, true. Me- and you know, Michelle, the cool thing is, uh, you know, Onyx is uh, she's the reason why LFC is as successful as they are. 
and we're, we're, we'll talk uh, we'll talk about uh, some of my song ideas I have for you in a little bit because uh, I know that our fans in the chat room are wondering when I'm going to uh, try and get famous. Uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit, but uh, let's uh, bring Granny out here. Uh, you know, um, she uh, she doesn't really like the song Gra- uh, Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer because Granny's usually <laughs> the one uh, she's usually the one behind the wheel. Uh, if you ever heard the song Little Old Lady from Pasadena, uh, that's who Granny is. Granny, what do you got for our guest? Go Aww. ahead. <laughs> well, I'm just really enjoying this interview, and it just sounds like you've had an amazing career. And, I mean, what made you decide you wanted to do something like this? I mean, right? Oh, that's a great question. You know, I I started out, like, super nerdy. I actually have a degree in classical guitar, but uh, I just couldn't. I've all, since I was a little kid, I'm, first of all, a middle child of two PhDs. So that probably is all I have to say. I don't have the kind of smarts that my parents have. I'd like to play with words, but I can't do math. I just can't do math. But I love to play with words. And being the middle child, you're always the person who's, like, trying to, you know, diffuse everything with humor and and you know, make people laugh when they're fighting with each other. So uh, I've always been taking fun, taking songs and twisting the words to them like we used to do in Girl Scouts and camp and stuff, and, and I would do that at home just you know, just use any tension. And uh, just, I don't know, somewhere the two merged, my nerdy classical mm-hmm. guitar and my wanting people to laugh, and it just all, all came together um, when I was doing all these, serious songs and then telling ridiculous stories in between the songs. And someone looked at me one day and said, why don't you make that song into a, uh, why don't you make that ridiculous story into a song? And I was like, Oh, I never thought to do that. And that's when it all started. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Uh, uh, Carla, uh, Carla, uh, uh, Aldrich is our guest here. And, uh, we have, uh, we have about uh, 30 minutes here on, uh, Cans FM 89.1, but uh, uh, before we continue here, we got to take a a brief time out and uh, uh, pay a few bills. We'll be right back.
And we are live here on uh, 89.1 Ken's Up in Fargo, North Dakota. We have uh, Carla Albrich as our guest here. We got about uh, 29 minutes. Now, uh, when you um, do a, when you decide to uh, do a, a parody, I'm kind of curious now. Do you like listen to a song like I can parody, parody that, or does someone come to you with an idea of a song to parody? Kind of take us through that. Well, uh, it is very strange how things come to you. Um, I don't, like, sit down and uh, I do now because I have a, uh, in just in the last two weeks, I have a, a friend named Bill Larkin who does this parody improv show on Twitch where he just makes up, he'll, like, just, okay, tell me a song and what do you want, what, do you, what song do you want it to be a parody? Like, what parody? Give me a song and a parody idea. And then he just does it on the spot, and he's just so talented and um, really funny. But uh, so that gets my wheels turning, and I start looking through my my computer for like all my favorite songs that I listen to all the time. I'm like, let's see, what could that be turned into? But I don't usually think that way. That's not how I come up with my own things. I just figure out like, you know, what am I just really annoyed about? Or And usually that's something that everybody else is also annoyed about, so it worked out pretty well because people like the songs. They're like, I totally agree with that. Um, but, yeah, I, I usually try to come from, like, what do I have to say? And then I figure out how do I have to say it? Is it going to be an original song? Uh, or does it does it map really well to as a parody to a song that doesn't sound like a phrase in a, in a song that I – listen to all the time that I really like or that I used to listen to all the time. So, and it really all, for me, the seed all starts with often the best stuff is in conversation when I'm hanging out with a friend or my husband or somebody and we're just like making each other laugh and then we look at each other and go, okay, that that is funny. We have to figure (laughs) out how to make that into a song. And uh, my husband is like, he's, he's also a songwriter, but he has a uh, a real job, <laughs> and like the real songs and the real job. But he he has a you know a day job, so he has he can do math, so he does. And uh, uh, he is kind of my my co-conspirator in a lot of these songs. Uh, uh, Carlos, our guest here. We got about uh, twenty six minutes. So aside from you know you're talking about things that I know you like uh, phone calls and text messages from me. I understand that. Uh, just like most of our guests on the show, but uh, <clears throat> uh, I know our fans are, are 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 waiting for this to come, so I'm going to kind of put this out there. Uh, what would uh, what would it take to have you write a parody song about myself? Well, uh, I would just need some juicy information. Well, I'll tell you what, if you go on Facebook and you check me out, I'm sure you, there's a lot of content on there. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, um, what, what? well, let's see, uh, Granny and uh, uh, Onyx, what, what can you say about uh, Icon? I mean, he's uh, he's a guy that's trying to get famous uh, and always mm-hmm. seems to fall short. Uh, and uh, he's a great guy, uh, but people don't ever take the time to realize it. Uh, let's see what else about the icon. He uh, he thinks he's famous and he's working on it, and uh, he's well known by a lot of people. Um, I don't know what what else would there what what other uh, tidbits would you need besides sexy, smart, and has all the right questions. The best 
Come on, we can go on and on and on about you. Well, I do appreciate that. You you know you yeah. know the. Uh, you know the you know the one song that I always thought would be a great for for someone to parody about me would be Garden Party by Ricky Nelson. Oh, okay. Garden you know, party. went to Icon's party or something like that. Uh huh. You know, and I I guarantee you, I mean, if you were to do a song like that, uh, you know, it'll probably it'll probably sell more than aluminum, like my album did. But uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> I'm serious. I sold three copies of my comedy album. I bought one, my mom bought one, and my grandma bought one. Oh, good old mom, mom and grandma. Hey, you know, uh, one of my... uh, Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, no, I I was going to change the topic, so I'll let you finish this thread. Well, I was going to say, the last time I saw this, (laughs) and this is true, too, last time I saw the CD that my mom bought, she's actually using it for a coaster by her desk, (laughs) and she puts coffee on it. (laughs) So, um, you know, I've I've always wanted to see what I look like with uh, coffee spills all over my face, and I finally found (laughs) that. Uh, But that's a story for another time. Uh, We'll we'll, uh, uh, go ahead. I, I didn't interrupt you. You were saying, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I was interrupting you. Uh, I was going to tell you, I don't know if you've ever seen this guy, um, Toily T. Paper. He is a talking roll of toilet paper. He's actually a puppet. <laughs> and uh, he gave me uh, my, a wrestling nickname because he's a huge wrestling fan. So my, re- oh, what my is wrestling that? nickname. Yeah, my wrestling nickname is The Brick. Because my last name is Old Brick. Yes, the brick. It's a good wrestling name, I think. But okay, so, old, old brick, Carlo. Old brick, the brick. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, uh, um, you, um, I was gonna say, you know, you, uh, you know, a couple of friends of mine, uh, Carla. Really. Yeah, uh, Steve Goody. Oh yeah. And Brad uh, Tessel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're great guys. Uh, I'm on their comedy show about once a month now. Just the the uh, well, comedy show that they do. Well, the next time you're on there, you got to let them know that uh, you had fun on the Icon show. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, yeah. uh, you know, what I, what, what I like about, uh, you know, both Brad, you know, Brad and uh, Steve, they've both been on, uh, on the show here. And uh, the one thing that uh, uh, I like to tease Brad about is how he looks like uh, Wimbley uh, Fraggle. <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, you uh, you hang out with a couple great guys here, but, uh, the uh, yeah, the next time you're on their show, make sure you say hi from the icon, and then uh, I guarantee you they'll have some humorous stories, uh, like uh, me sitting front row for uh, Brad's show uh, when he was here in Fargo, North Dakota. Speaking of Fargo, North Dakota, we're on 89.1 Ken's FM here. We're live uh, every Monday night. We got uh, 22 minutes. Uh, let's, uh, Carl, let's kind of quick uh, go over your like discography, uh, and then we'll uh, kind of talk a little bit about those. If you want to uh, uh, like talk about like uh, your favorite hits from each uh, each one, we can talk about that. Uh, your first release was in 1994, Something Real. Uh, and then uh, you had a release in 97, uh, self-titled album. And then, of course, you know her fabulous debut in 1999. And then if I had a copyright in 2022, the uh, 
Looks like it was called the F Word Song, which we we can't really talk about here on the air because we're live. Uh, Professional <laughs> Smart Alec, two, two, uh, 2003. Sick Humor, 2004. And then it looks like you took a break for five years and you did Leftover, to, uh, 2009. Live from Space, 2009. Uh, Total Average Woman, 2015. Live at FUMP. Uh, uh, Fest 2019, okay. The Loud Album 2020, and your most recent Inside Joke, Songs from Quarantine 2020. Um, so that that's quite of uh, that's quite a um, array of uh, uh, discs there. Um, do you have a favorite one in particular, like one that like really sold like a lot, like that went like what might have went like platinum or gold or diamond or anything like that? Uh, they've all gone plastic. Uh, I feel like they're so <laughs> shiny, but they're plastic. Isn't that wild? Anyway, I well, um, my most popular. I guess that's better than is, aluminum. I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, it depends on how hot it gets, I guess. But uh, my my <laughs> most popular one is Sick Humor. That is the best-selling one. It's all funny songs about surviving the healthcare system, and uh, you know, we've all been there. Well, well you know, it, well, you know, and that, that is kind of to, uh, topical now. Uh, now, do you ever, uh, would you ever think of uh, having like, you know, because I know your first two uh, were on cassette, and uh, for our our younger generation that's listening that don't know what cassette is, uh, it's actually <laughs> what they used to have to uh, take a uh, a form of music and you used to have to push play and record on a machine to get the songs to stay on a little uh, little cassette uh, that you'd put into another machine before there was downloads and uh, MP3s and MP4s. You actually had to physically make the mixtape yourself. Uh, mm-hmm. A perfect example of that would be Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, what they listen to, that's what they call a mixtape. That is a cassette, for those of you who don't know. Uh, and uh, for our young ge- generation, uh, actually vinyl is uh, coming back into uh, popularity, which I never thought would happen. But uh, would you ever think of uh, re-releasing any of these uh, now that we have vinyl coming back uh, in popularity? Uh, geez, I don't know. I still have some cassettes, you know, because they went out of favor pretty pretty quickly after I uh, – it's, I, I don't, I'm always behind the trends. I always know what's cool, like, about a year later. So uh, I figure by the time I put out some vinyl, everybody will move on, and everything mm-hmm. will just be, you know, transmitted through ESP or something. Well, I'll tell you what. You can ask all my fa- uh, you can ask all my fans. Uh, I still haven't caught up to cool. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. <laughs> Little ya. joke there. There's your song right uh, there. I still haven't caught up to cool. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, actually, um, you know, um, but, you know, I, I'll tell you what, I would be honored. I'd even pay you to uh, do a parody song. I don't know. Uh, I mean, if I sell you everything I own, I could probably buy you lunch. But, uh, you know, if you could do a parody <laughs> song about me, that'd be cool. And uh, you could make the song, uh, you know, do do a parody of the gar- uh, garden party called Went to Icons Party or something like that. And uh, see if it goes more than aluminum. Uh, that could even be the title of your next album, "Going Aluminum." I think you know. Um, mm-hmm. I I hope I can inspire some inspire something like that. I will I will put pen to paper. I still use pen and paper uphill both ways in the snow, and I will <laughs> see what I could come up with for you. 
Awesome. And then I guarantee you it will be played every week on this show. And mm-hmm. uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get you more sales than plastic, I promise you. Uh, now, do you ever have any plans to do, like, a Greatest Hits album? Because, uh, I mean, you have a lot of uh, content here. I do have a lot of content, uh, but I, I don't yet have a plan to do a Greatest Hits. I've, I've probably, you know, it, it's weird. It's like it's happening for you because when, when you go on any of these, like, Spotify or iTunes, it's all my music's on pretty much everything. It, and, and Pandora and all that. People vote things up and down or they listen a bunch of times or, you know, you, they rate things. And so you can tell which songs get the most plays on any of these things by how they're rated or how many plays they've had. So it, it's like people if people want a greatest hits, it's, you, you just make a playlist on online, you know. Um, I don't know. I I think that's how the kids do it these days. But... Well, you know, I, know? I was gonna, I'm I, avocados. Well, you know, I was I was kind of going to ask you, you know, uh, you know, back in uh, what was it, uh, the early 2000s, uh, late 90s, early 2000s, you had that uh, thing called Napster. Uh, did you uh, ever put any uh, uh, your stuff on there to kind of get yourself out there even more? I did not, uh, but I I don't think I knew how to use Napster when it first came out. That was, you know, that was all the beep-doo-beep-doo-beep days with the dial-up where it would take right. forever for for one file to go anywhere. And, uh, you know, they might not, being a bit of a Luddite, not, not that computery, it, it just, uh, even if I wanted to do that, uh, I think a lot of us were resisting the whole, like, um, when Napster came out, we're like, that's stealing. So, you know, some of the smarter people were like, that's a great way to get my music out there. But those of us who still had, you know, a, a pile of cassettes in the garage were like, uh, <laughs> why would I want to give away my music when I'm still trying to sell it? So, I mean, that ship exactly. has sailed now. It's, it's long since sailed. But, but it, you know, 20 years ago, we were all like, what is this? Shut it down. Uh, Carla yeah. Alberts is our guest here. We got about uh, 15 minutes here with uh, Carla. Now, uh, you know, it, you're originally from uh, Clemson, correct, South Carolina? Yes, that is correct. Is that is that your uh, is that your favorite college team? Well, uh, I'm not that big into sports, and then, but uh, let's just say yes. I don't want to get uh, you know Shanghai or whatever it is that people do now. Well, no, it, it's okay. I mean, like you know, I'm from uh, I'm from North Dakota here, and uh, our my team here is North Dakota State. I'm also an Ohio State Buckeye. The reason I was asking is uh, it, it, uh, Clemson and Ohio State might play uh, sometime in the playoffs this season, and uh, you know uh, maybe later on I could uh, text you if you'll still take my calls after this. Uh, maybe do like a side bet or something. I think that'd be kind of fun. But uh, so my my next question is, uh, do you have uh, do you have any uh, uh, new uh, material that uh, you're going to be coming out with uh, that uh, you might kind of preview for us. I do have a bunch of new material. Uh, I have a, I have an album in the can, as they say, uh, that um, is very countrified. It, it's sort of getting back to my roots, and uh, like my her fabulous debut is my first full album, and it was pretty twangy. And this album's going to be pretty twangy. 
And um, what did you want me to play something over the phone here? Well, yeah, we we got time. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, just kind of give us a little preview of something. Go ahead. We got 12 minutes. Go ahead. Uh, I'll I'll do as much as I can remember from this song. Well, it's a hundred degrees out again today, and my air conditioner quit, and no one can fix it till next week. I was about to throw a fit, so I decided to go to Costco just to stand aside and cool down. And I ran into a friend in the cereal aisle, and I guess he was joking around. He said, is it hot enough for ya? Is it hot enough for ya? Man, it's got to be about 103. Is it hot enough for ya? Everyone's a comedian. It's annoying, I tell you what. When your heat, your heat rash has got a heat rash and your bra strap has melted shut. I mean, even the weeds were wilted. When I went to mow the lawn, then I barbecued some hamburgers and they didn't even turn the grill on. And you asked me, is it hot enough for ya? Is it hot enough it for ya? Man, it's got to be about 103. Is it hot enough for you? That's right. That's exactly how we do it on the record. We got the uh, backup singers doing exactly what you're doing. I like That's it. Right. I like it. <laughs> now, now, I'm guessing the song is called Is It Hot Enough For You, correct? Is that the name of it? You are correct, sir. <laughs> All right. What gave so it now away? when... Uh, that might be uh, my well, theme song for Onyx. Is she hot enough for you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. That's so cute. Oh, thanks. Well, I, I, I love it, too. Uh, you know, the thing is, uh, <laughs> you know, actually, you could do two versions of that song, okay? Uh, is it hot enough for you for those that live in the, uh, you know, the, the big temperature areas? Uh, and then you could do one for North Dakota. Is it is it cold enough for you? Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. You know, it's like I, I like I like to joke with everybody that when I tell everybody I'm from Fargo, North Dakota, from people I talk to that I book on the show, I say where I come from, we have four seasons: winter, flood, road construction, and football. And uh, oh, brutal. Yeah. Uh, and uh, one of the one of the, uh, and I'll, I'll kind of give this away right now. Like one of my favorite jokes from uh, my comedy album was uh, there was a guy uh, during the flood. There was a guy standing by the river. He was waving his toothbrush, and I asked him, "What do you What are you doing?" He said, "I'm waiting for the crest." I got this for you, man. <laughs> Right, uh, Carla Albrecht is our guest here, and uh, unfortunately, we only got uh, nine minutes left. I, w- I wish we had nine years left, but uh, and uh, <clears throat> you know, I'll understand that if you uh, if you'll never want to be on this show again, we hope that you'd be willing to come back. I mean, we're not going to let you go yet, but uh, we got to take a quick little time out here, and uh, we'll be right back. Give us about sixty seconds. All right.
And uh, also, real quick here, if you go to our Facebook page, Off the Ropes, you go to Ken's page, 89.1 Ken's FM, and if you shoot a donation of $10 a month, we'll get you automatically qualified to win an autograph from a past guest, a current guest, or a future guest. Uh, and uh, also, uh, we'll talk about uh, the uh, Ken's FM appearance coming up October 31st. We'll do that before we leave the air here. Uh, anyway, we have Carla Albrecht as our guest here. Albrecht, um, uh, we got about eight minutes left. So, um, when uh, do you plan on uh, doing uh, your next release? Uh, you know, you know, you mentioned it's already in the can. What uh, what is your uh, tentative release date for the album? Uh, we're looking at late March. There's so much you have to do to to get something. You know, we have to do mastering. We got to do a photo shoot. We have to do uh, graphics and all this stuff. Not to talk about how the sausage is made, but you know, there's a bunch. And then you got to line up some dates, and that's been a little bit hairy with all this, you know, COVID restrictions. So, but um, yeah, I'm just actually thinking late March because I didn't think really is it hot enough for you with a Christmas. Right, exactly. And uh, real quick here, so we can do this, so we don't run out of time. If our fans want to check you out, you got a Facebook, you have an Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a TikTok. What do you got? I got some of those. Let's see. Uh, I am on YouTube. Uh, Carla Ulbrich Guitar. U L T R I C H. The easiest way to find me is just go to my webpage, CarlaU.com. D A R L A U.com. And then there's links to all those things at the bottom of, of CarlyU.com. There's links to the Facebook profile, there's links to the Instagram and the Twitter and the uh, YouTube and, and Pandora and all Spotify and all that stuff. It's, it's all, I just put it all there at the bottom of CarlyU.com. There's all little things you can click on. Now, uh, you know, I'll understand if you don't want to answer this question, but... Uh... Uh, is there, uh, well, yeah, of, of all those that uh, you named, uh, is there like a, uh, is there like a favorite, uh, music platform that you have your stuff on that you prefer, uh, that are easy to get your stuff on compared to others? Easy to get my stuff on. Um, I, I don't think I've, uh, it's not that I don't want to answer this. It, it's just the target keeps moving, you know, just, just at first year I used to have everything on one platform and then that platform died and then you know you just so you just put it everywhere so because everybody everybody just likes what they like like they always listen to Spotify or they always listen to Amazon or they always listen to Pandora and um, Pandora and Spotify are the two where the two things where I, I feel like people like that's their go-to thing you know, but some people really like YouTube, and I, I'm there too. So I try and, to be uh, as many places as possible without being too spread. Out. I, I, I don't want to be so spread out that I forget to put things places. You know, so but I, I, I try to be in the most obvious places at least. You know, and uh, you know, you mentioned that uh, you know you've uh, done a lot of stuff for uh, Doctor Demento. Uh, Kind of take us through on how you got hooked up with him, or did he find you? I just 
sent something in, he listened to it, he liked it, he played it. It's not a very interesting story. <laughs> but here's the interesting part. He looks just like my dad. Really? Dead man. And, uh, and he's a, and he, is he a pretty nice guy? I, I'd love to I'd do anything to get him on my show. Oh, he's a he's a very nice guy and and very smart. He actually has a PhD in musicology. He's he's super smart. He knows so much about music, and um, has you know this is his fiftieth anniversary last year of having a show, having a radio show. Uh, I find him pretty approachable, but he does he does have a manager. So, um, but I think he has is. His mailing address, like his PO box, if you just go to drdemento.com, he's he's not that hard. To, he says he listens to everything he gets. So. Oh, that's awesome! And uh, now, when you uh, uh, do, you uh, have any uh, tours coming up that uh, you'd want to tell us about, or do you do you not really do the tour thing? Well, I've done the tour thing for a very long time, but obviously the last year and a half. Not so much. So I've been doing more online shows, but I have I have a couple of shows uh, that are well. I do a, a live stream every second Friday at seven thirty Eastern on YouTube and Facebook, and all the information about that's on CarlyU.com. So that's I, I was doing it every week last year and and into the first part of this year just to stay connected to everybody and try to bring some some positivity and some laughter and humor in, into the whole mess that we're all dealing with. And um, and then I, as people have been getting out more, I've, I've cut it back, and then including me, I've been doing some live shows again. And, and I'm playing First Night Winchester on New Year's Eve. I'm pretty excited about that. And I feel like I have something coming up in November, but I'm flipping my mind. I, I have to go to my own web page and go, where am I playing next? Because I have a little. So now uh, your show on your show on uh, that you have every Friday night. Do you do you have guests on that show, or is it just you? It is just me and my husband's the Peanut Gallery, and it's just a live stream. And I don't yet have the technical capability to do a, a like a. I'd have to change platforms and uh, computer stuff in order to be able to have a guest on the show. I'd have I'd have to big learning curve. So it's me, and we do uh, funny songs and dad jokes and an interactive Mad Lib because I can see the chat room while I'm doing it. So uh, people post all kind of ridiculous stuff in the chat, and it's it's pretty interactive. It's fun. Well, uh, we have uh, we have Carlos our guest here, and we only have a few minutes left here. We got about 120 seconds uh, before we got to pay the bills. Uh, but I'll tell you what, though, if you, uh, I'm going to put myself out there for you, uh, with it, and I'll admit, as big of an ego as I got, uh, whenever you decide that uh, you can do guests on your show, I'd love to come on your show, be a guest, and, you know, I'll, I'll let all our fans know about it. I'll get everybody to talk about it, uh, you know, because I'll admit I'm an egomaniac, as people like to say, but uh, I also have a big heart to let, uh, to help other people that have helped me out. Sweet. All right. You're first on the guest list. Awesome. You heard it here, folks. Everybody wants the icon. There you go. And, hey, and I work for free. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. We we only got a few minutes here left. We want to thank you, uh, uh, 
Carla, for joining us, taking time out of your schedule. You have been so awesome. Uh, and uh, any autographs you might be willing to do for us, we would appreciate. Uh, and uh, you have been so wonderful, and uh, we're glad that uh, you took time out of your schedule to be with us. And uh, even though I booked you as a guest seven months ago, we were finally able to get it done. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you so much. This has been a bunch of warm fuzzies hanging out with you all. Thanks, Carla. Have a good night. Appreciate it. Thank you. You too. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. Is it hot enough for you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Bye. All right. There we go. So uh, we only got a few minutes left here, and then we got to play this stuff. But uh, we got a big show next week. Uh, be watching uh, our Facebook page off the roads for who's going to be on next week. Uh, we have uh, we have a guest that uh, he's on his third strike. So this time, if he doesn't show up, it'll be the last time. Uh, we'll just go with that, and uh, hopefully, eventually, uh, well, you big know who swing. Else is coming on, Joe. Right. Yes, Joe's definitely. Joe's coming on. You know Joe? I do know Joe. Joe. Mama. Yep. Joe Mama. Oh, great. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, anyway, uh, we want to thank everybody for joining us uh, tonight and uh, be with us next week. And uh, Onyx, we hope that you do want to come back and guest host again sometime. Woo! I'll be in Vegas, baby. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, whenever you're able to join us, you send me a message and we'll get you back on. But uh, until then, uh, we want everybody to uh, be safe uh, and join us again next week. Same time, same channel, Ken's FM 89.1. And uh, we are out of time.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.